Okay, I, I hit record on, on my on my on my screen, on my audacity, the audacity of me. Did you hit record on yours, Rob? Yes. Look at me go, citizens. Okay, so we've established that uh, Superman's new quote, or his, his original quote, his all quote, is... <laughs> is, look at me go, citizens. That's what he says. That's definitely... Definitely Christopher Reeve said that at, at least seven times. In. <laughs> at least, yeah, at least seven times. That's very, very specific a number that it can't be fair, yeah, right? Yeah, well, you know, you can't, you cannot, you cannot debate that statistic at all. There's no way. I, I have a picture as well, and I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna feck. superimpose the phrase <laughs> "Look at me, go citizen" on the bottom, and I'm definitely gonna tweet that out. Oh, you crafty little bollocks! <laughs> welcome, welcome, one and all, to episode thirty-nine of I understood that reference. Yes. How are you all? How are you? More importantly, not more importantly, but as importantly. Ah, oh, come on, Rob, give me, how are give me you? that level of importance. Give it okay, to me. Okay, more importantly, than people who listen to us. <laughs> I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm doing grand. Um, we've got we've got the we've got the autumn rains here. It's uh, it's a little bit depressing. But do you know what? Do you know what's actually kind of nice? I don't know if you'll agree, but I think it's nice. You know when you're inside and you're tucked up in bed, and the rain is battering the absolute skitters out of the windows, and it just makes you feel extra cozy. And extra relaxed. You know that kind of feeling? You know that sort of... You know that? Coziness? You, 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 you touched on something that's just gonna... Hold on. Gonna really, really... <laughs> it's because I said touched upon, isn't it? It's exactly look, that. It, it's, it's actually something that's really, really present for today's show, shall we say. Because obviously in Ireland, it rains all the time. So of course, I know that comfy, nice feeling when you hear the rain battering, schmattering the window. And you're just like... Oh, because I have a cup of tea beside me. But look, usually on I Understood That Reference, this amazing podcast we do. That's our one, by the way, that you've mentioned, yeah. We have like loads of segments lined up and loads of things. And we have like the barrel through to get through them all. But you know what? This week, we just said, let's let's just do something different. Yeah, we said, you know what? Feck all that noise. Let's just, let's do a chilled out, mellowed out, cozy, rainy day of an episode. How does that sound? Ex- that's a cozy, rainy day of an episode is a great way to put it. Some Somebody on Twitter said to us that, you know what, you guys sound like your friends forever and stuff. And I was Aww. just like, that's kind of nice to hear. And not all true, but like, it's lovely to hear. It's, I was like, yeah, it's definitely not true. But I was like, yeah, let's just... Let's just do an episode where we just chill out and we just chat about stuff. You know, not not we're not barreling through for time. We're not yadda, yadda, yadda. We're just I mean, chilling. there'll be yadda, 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 but a, a chilled out kind. A yadda, yadda, yeah. yadda. A much yadda. more relaxed kind. And with that, in, in the spirit of that, mm. I'm going to open a non-alcoholic beer. You're kidding me. I'm chilled out. I'm just chilled out oh, here. Oh, man. Let me, let, me, let me pair your non-alcoholic beer with my mug of fizzy water. Listen to this. We are we are partying hard. Oh man, stop the lights here, man! Oh, I I can't open this bottle. <laughs> oh, if you could hear that fizzle, oh. that sizzle. The chill, the chill is instantly gone with me. I can't open the bottle. This is unplanned. Oh wait, I got it. I heard a I click. Are you in? Oh no, no. The 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 cap is like sixty percent off. Listen, this has turned into a very unchilled episode. It's okay. Shh. Listen to the sizzle. That does sound pretty good. Doesn't it sound great? So. With, 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 with this in mind, Rob, we do have one or two things we just want to cover at the very, very start. Yeah, right up top. Cool. So uh, we passed 2,000 followers on Twitter, which is absolutely amazing. So thank you so much. <laughs> Big thank you, Astonishing. I think it's astonishing. Because <laughs> it's, that, it's that really awkward stage when you first start the account. You're like, how the feck do you even grow us? Particularly organically. But, you know, Ross said, this is my domain. I shall persevere. And boy, did you. And like, what's great is it's kind of you know the ball's rolling now. So you know, as you as it grows, it grows more, which is nice. But yeah, I mean, just really up top, just big thank you to all the people who have been there along the way. It's been great fun. What a journey. We we and listen, we we, we genuinely do appreciate each and every follow, even the follow that we got today, Rob. <laughs> I was hoping I was hoping to bring this up because we get you know we which, get some big names that you know reference that. us or tweet us or follow us, and then we just full on weirdos. Uh, how do I? articulate that you help me help me here you need to describe we got this. a a follower whose whose profile picture and any picture they had on their account was just his his uh his manhood shall we say yeah let's just say he wasn't just following us he was following us 
hard. Let's put it that way. Hey, nice. I'll give you that one. Yeah. But yeah, ignore that. Ignore that. Ignore Rob's comments, please. <laughs> thank you. Well, ignore the picture of the guy's penis is what I was going for. <laughs> but thank you so much to everybody. This is the way we do things around here, okay? Instead mm. of congratulating people, we're talking about pictures of dicks. But also, for the first time, somebody completed and got bingo and sent us in a picture Indeed. of said bingo. And it was f- friend of the show and an old friend of mine, Ben Lydon, that's at Sippy Broken, who sent us a picture and he asked us, <gasps> could we talk about a topic for a minute? It's one we've covered before, so I, I won't I won't talk too much about it, but just to cover very briefly, because um, he's just like, we talk a little bit more about the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, okay. Well, you have at it there. Yeah, so I'm just, I just got really, really short thoughts on this. Final Fantasy VII, the original, is my favorite game of all time. Heard that it before. It always is and always will be and yada, yada, yada. So I got the remake recently enough. I have I have played about five hours of it. And it, it is so, so infuriatingly boring <laughs> that I have I have stopped playing it about two weeks ago. Now, lots of people are probably shouting down the microphone at me saying, you know what, It's you've only played for five hours, give it time. You know what I mean? That's fine. But it's just, it's it's really, Kingdom Hearts was released recently enough and it's the same director, Tetsuo Nomura, who did it. And it's very much in the same vein of Kingdom Hearts as in it's like, big long cutscene, tiny fight, cutscene, fight, talk, 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 fight, fight, fight. And it just, it's too <laughs> separated and too rhythmic. And I don't know, it just seems to have lost the flow of the original. It probably gets much better if I ever get there. But at the moment... I'm very, very unimpressed with it so far. Mm, well, two things. Obviously, you know, there, there are better games out there. And also, you're a huge fan of the original, so I don't think it was ever going to meet your expectations, if we're being honest here. That is not untrue. But you know what? <laughs> Look, and as I said, it probably gets better at the end, but I don't know. Just, I can't, I can't get into it. It's lots of, lots of little chores that I'm doing at the moment. It's probably just a part of the game I'm at, but it's literal, I mean literal chores. Like, you have to find the person's cat and the cat runs away from you four times so you have to run all around just to find the cat. <laughs> Gripping stuff from Setsumo whatever his name is. Gripping <laughs> yeah. stuff. Great stuff, Final Fantasy VII. Nice, nice one. Great Jason stuff. Katz. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. I don't know if that's what you wanted to hear but look, I gotta be Probably honest not. with you. <laughs> He's like, I'm a big fan of this game. Give me your hot taking it for a minute. I hate this game, <laughs> says Ross. <laughs> like ripping up the bingo card like... <laughs> well thank you for filling it out and playing along fair play to you congrats Ben congrats buddy mm. okay super we did it D- do you want to tee up the next section or shall I before we do I just want to say one one last Jesus. my god we did it moment guys okay and that is our old friend you've heard him once he's always mentioned <laughs> but our old friend Carol has officially followed us on Twitter oh my god it's a big deal <laughs> This is amazing. This is amazing. I mean, he's on their bingo card. Surely he should at least follow us on Twitter. I know. <laughs> on this illustrious bingo card, that at a minimum grants a follow. Um, I think why we really enjoyed it is because we just noticed it casually. He didn't like sort of go, oh, hey, you know, I'm following you. Woo, let's go. He just sort of did it. And then we discovered it after the fact. Oh, and I had a good guffaw. I was like, we've cracked him. He's, his ears are burning listening to us mention him on this second thing he's like I need to keep a, a closer watch on these guys 39 episodes a bingo card devoted to him and that's all it took to crack him down <laughs> man of steel to keep the theme going <laughs> hey I'm really going to put that picture up of you oh, I'm terrified of that oh. but I guess then look one thing I do want to talk about actually seriously oh, is serious. the trailer for One Division. have you seen it Rob I have I have seen it. What do you think? What's your quick thoughts on it? Because I've got more long-form, comic-based oh, oh, thoughts. The, the, you like to elaborate, don't you? Uh, listen, um, it looks wacky and zany. It's clearly... I think we've gotten to this point now. Obviously, Marvel suffered the criticism of, like, you know, they were never adventurous enough. It was very... You know, the format... You know, there was some fun in the films, but their format was kind of stale and colourless and a bit templated. But now, since, oh, like... Oh, colourless. That's a... That's a pawn. That's, nice... that's a riff on, yeah. you know, what's going on there. But, um... You know the films have really grown now, particularly when you got when when they introduced Guardians, particularly the second one, and then you know Thor. They they've been really willing to experiment with the zany, wackier side, which makes sense because they're comics. And this looks 
very odd. It looks like little motifs. And I what I really like is that they're still keeping it very vague. Um, and for those who don't know, this is a series coming Disney Plus. This isn't a film. But um, this WandaVision thing is, I guess, obviously, my understanding of it is it her like dealing with the death of Vision. This is Wanda, um, uh, Scarlet Witch, uh, trying to figure, you know deal with it, and she seems to be manipulating her sort of either her livelihood or her situation almost through years of time, through different decades. So she's like in the fifties, the sixties, the aesthetics, and even like the fact that it's. Um, you know, it, like, it's in black and white in, like, the 50s as a reference to the fact that, like, it's an old TV show from then and it kind of grows through time. But even Vision is in it and they reference the fact that, he, no, he is still dead even though this is a show featuring him. It looks very sort of alternative and kind of kind of this sort of parallel dimension element, which is kind of what we were hoping they would lean more into because I guess that's where the fun is. And I think this is also, this would be too risky for a big budget film, but this is an ideal you know, TV is an ideal vehicle for this, I think. And it looks fun. I'm I'm definitely intrigued by it, at a minimum, after seeing that trailer. At a minimum. I like that, the way description. So from a comics perspective, it, this looks like it's getting two very, very successful comic series. One called uh, Division from Tom King. London which Oz, is okay. absolutely excellent. It is excellent. And it's about Vision and is he creates a robotic family and he tries to live a suburban lifestyle and like an all-american white picket fence with all this different is it there's a, a his wife and he has two children and it's a, oh. it's it's a very very small series it's uh, 10 episodes 10 issues long i think and it's incredible you can get it all in the one trade and i would recommend anybody to read it oh, I'll make note and of it's that all one. about how you deal with like being human and what it is to be human so a little bit a little bit existential as well just drifting in there which is great it is so existential and the themes it explores later on about what it is to be alive and what does death I mean love a good theme but the other comic then is called house of m which is basically where wanda uses her reality altering powers to change the entire fabric of reality and she creates her own children and she creates this whole life around her and eventually basically oh. she gives everybody what they want so magneto controls the world but everybody's really prosperous and happy and it's very interesting but eventually some people kind of cop on it's wolverine is left in the world and he realizes what's happening and everybody tries to stop her and snap her out of it and it goes absolutely crazy because at the end of it and here's the title back at the end of it she actually says no more mutants and eradicates 99 percent of the world's population of mutants oh jesus you know, i wonder could they be about to do a reverse thing here and have her introduce mutants oh to the marvel God. mcu the hot take of the week that is a hot take that's some deep cut comic book level knowledge that i was not expecting you just slap me in the face of that one you dirty billigs how on earth that's a good idea actually because maybe yeah maybe people would get annoyed feeling like oh you've just shoehorned the x oh there's a siren going by yeah, they might be like, oh you've shoehorned the x-men into this that doesn't make sense. But using the TV show to kind of give them that initial platform so it's less of a jarring shock when they come in. I like that idea. Ooh. Approved. I would like to highlight, I did actually just come up with that as I was saying it. Your kid literally formed in my head. Oh, genuinely Fair formed play. in my head. But if they did that, that would be... Like they probably won't because realistically, do they want to call back to a TV series in the films? But again, they can lay some groundwork. Oh, or no, in the Marvel way, they'll just do little references that they feel count as having someone included. You're like, Jesus, look, there's this footprint that your man did back in the day. That's, that's your man. That's Iceman. Look, it's made of ice. And it's, you're like, well, it yeah, just yeah. looks like a puddle. It was snowing just looks like in a episode puddle to five. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's all we need. Because he did actually look like a, an actual snowman when he first debuted. Yeah. But then you see they brought out that Michael Keaton film where he's actually a snowman. They're like, oh, yeah, that is a pretty shit look. We need to, we need to pivot here. Jack Frost. Very quickly. <laughs> the Jack Frost one. You answered, you did a Jack Frost quiz on this podcast before. I just realized that. Did I? You, d- you did indeed. That's how long we've been doing this now, Rob. Oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> just one continuous podcast. We never stop. <laughs> we, we just keep talking when we're off. <laughs> I forgot about that. That. Jack Frost quiz. We could dwell on that another day, but I don't remember. That's okay. Right, so Rob, um, I believe you have something you oh, want well, to talk about. I just, yeah. I just wanted to dwell on the fact that while we're on sort of MCU stuff, they have done like a little bit of a schedule reshuffle for the films, which is interesting. 
so we had just to quickly highlight it i think it was i was like okay they're, they're actually taking the pandemic <laughs> seriously because remember they pushed all the films at the end of the year and i think now they've realized yeah this still isn't going to work so black widow is now may 2021 that chang chai and the legend of the shang chi shang chi and the legend of the Ten Rings is July twenty twenty one as well, and then the Eternals is all the way back to November of next year as well. So, and I think there's a Spider Man film in there somewhere. So they've pushed them all back, but it means you get a bumper year next year when we hopefully can all go back to the cinemas, which I think is that's good news. I feel and you can enjoy them properly then. Yeah, because I, I I definitely don't feel comfortable going back to a cinema yet. I don't know about you. Unfortunately, <laughs> I've missed tennis because of it. So yeah, I haven't I haven't gone either. Like, um. It's, we actually didn't cover this, but it probably we can bring it up here because it makes sense. <gasps> what do you think that they're going to do with Black Panther 2 now that Chadwick Boseman unfortunately oh, passed God, away? Yeah, that's actually tragic, so it was... Oh, yeah. What, like, what's amazing is the stories that have come out about him, just how, you know, how incredible he was like, throughout the illness. Like, that guy was already sick doing Civil War and the first Black Panther film. And like, he, you, like, you could not have guessed that he was that sick and doing a superhero film like he had to get obviously in very like elite physical shape for the for that role as is demanded by them these days and they, like and he gave it like how do you have that that takes a and just an extra level of commitment and just sheer will and like commitment that a lot of people don't have and i've i my admiration for the man grew immensely even more so when you know these really interesting stories and i thought about him out so you know Rest in peace, Mr. Mr. Bozeman. Because he said, because people online were apparently insulting him because of his weight and because of how he looked. And this oh, guy was oh, suffering God. from a, a literal terminal disease. Like he was told he was going to die. And you have to just, the guy didn't miss a step. He didn't miss a beat. He took everything in his stride. I mean, I have to say the guy, he, he was, he was he's a genuine hero to be fair to him. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Massive loss for, I mean, obviously, you know, him and his family, but you know, like the, he, he had a really dedicated kind of fan base that he built up because Black Panther was such a hit. So, you know, it's a pity. It's a pity for them as well that they lost their their, their icon. Yeah, because there was a real movement behind it and a real progressive movement. Yeah. And it was like very good to see that. And unfortunately, I'm just afraid now that that's going to take a little bit of a hit back or a little bit of a step back because he was very much the face of that. Mm. Uh, well, I, I, I would still hope that, I know it's kind of jarring, but, you know, recasting obviously seems a bit, you know, premature now, but ultimately... They have either little choice or else, you know, that he passed. They maybe they do like a pass the mantle kind of a situation, but they should definitely keep that franchise going because people want to see more of it. I think, especially it would be yeah. it would be a dishonor or disservice to him not to keep it going when he set such an amazing like benchmark. So like, yo, keep it going. This is what I want to say about, about him about being a disservice to him, and this is what I hope. Like, I would love if they didn't try and plaster over it. Like, they didn't try and just be. Oh, all of a sudden, there's a new Black Panther. Is this guy, or does like they try and CG him dying, or something horrific like this? You know what? There's ways they can do it. Just perhaps they just have to give it to his sister and do something very, very nice, like a passing of the torch about a respectful. Absolutely. I would just hate to see them just recast the character and pretend nothing was wrong because I think that would be that would be a very poor move from from Disney. Like, but mm. sure, I mean, do they care? Probably not. But I just I hope they don't do that. I really hope they don't. But yeah, it, just, it has to be tasteful. I think that's the important part. Weird about the... Also, will the Black Widow film ever be released? My God, at this point... <laughs> I know. It's, like, it keeps getting pushed out, man. It can only be disappointing for people now. I think it's cursed. I think it's... it's like Because it looked wobbly to begin with, and now I'm thinking, oh dear. Are they using this as a cover? <laughs> to keep pushing it out. Just of all films for it to happen to... Because you're like, you, you just... You want that one to just... You want that one to get out there for and people. you want you know, it to you do really well. Do, like, like, you want it to be a success so that they can keep like they can keep that story going but i don't know remains to be seen quite literally though it, it does quite literally remain to be seen that's a good way to put it yeah <laughs> well the eternals is the one that interests me the most out of all those really yeah so because because i know the comics that interests me the least <laughs> robin ross there you go <laughs> that's why we have separate takes on things there is an irish guy in it though playing the main villain barry uh, keown is it barry um, keown there he's you go. in fucking everything these days man He's that kind of odd-looking supporting actors person that you cast in things. Does that make sense? You know, you know, like just a character actually just looks like a Steve Buscemi. Like he doesn't look like an. He's just got a funny old face on him, but he's a great actor. That guy in the UK office, the really tin guy who was also in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's 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 him. Oh my god. Or uh, oh, there's got to be another. 
visceral example that I can think of. But, you know, we can keep talking and it'll probably come to me. Just guys that you don't really know, but you know them. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Guys that you don't really know, but you know them. I do like that. Uh, so, again, because this episode, like we said, is very, very, very relaxed. Oh, it's the rainy... It's a rainy day. Sorry, yeah. I mean, I got a bit too excited. I got to take it back down a notch. Yeah, we just... It's nice mm. and chill. This non-alcoholic beer is, is going down nice and easy. It's an Erdinger. But um, I think now we're going to go for a nice... A nice little quiz. Oh, yeah. Now, it's not... We're not, not two stakes. No high stakes. We are going to go for a bit of a head-to-head... In, in some 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 questions that maybe that is not a reference strength. to that Twitter account earlier, by the way. No, go oh, no, no, oh, no. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll never reference that again. Um, what we are going to do is just see who gets the highest score in a nice, in a nice jokey manner. You know, okay, play along okay. at home, everybody. <laughs> see how you get on. Fair enough. I'm going to quiz Rob first. Then he's going to quiz me. So, uh, so you ready, Rob? That's what I've always wanted. Let's go. <laughs> So I like, I mean, I was like trying to think of a fun quiz that I could just throw on really quickly for Rob. And I was like, what's a, what's a thing he knows really well that he could just pick up at a moment's notice and do? And that is, of course, The Winter Soldier. Oh, the film, I hope. <clears throat> oh, it's, it's, oh, don't you worry about that. It's, it's most definitely the film. Okay, Rob, are you ready oh, for the quiz baby. from BuzzFeed? In <laughs> oh, <titled> BuzzFeed. That's <laughs> classic. Only someone who's watched Captain America The Winter Soldier three times can pass this test. Okay. Hit me. Ten questions, bud. I'm listening. What does Steve think Sharon's job is at the beginning of the movie? CIA agent, teacher, doctor, or nurse? I, before you said anything, my initial inclination was nurse. I'm going to stick with nurse. You are correct. Oh, thank God. Question two. What is the first English line that the Winter Soldier says in the movie? Get him. Who the hell is Bucky? I knew him. Or what did you say? Uh, who the hell is Bucky? Final answer. Ooh, two for two, buddy. Oh, God. That was, if you didn't do the, the multiple choice, I would have been fecked there. Yeah, I didn't know that one either. Uh, what album does Sam recommend to <sighs> Steve after their run? Trouble Man soundtrack? Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, or What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Oh, it's oh wow! I I loved the sound of the last one, but no, it's the it's the it's the Trouble Man soundtrack. Well, it is. I would not. I would. I would have said What's Going On. Really? Well done, man. Yeah. Oh, you clearly have seen this film more than three times. I, I, I have. <laughs> uh. Where is the Captain America exhibit? The National World War II Museum, Ooh. the American Museum of National History, Natural History, the Smithsonian, or the National Museum of the U.S. Air Force. It is the Smithsonian. <laughs> you are killing this. I'm, del- I'm delighted. <laughs> What's Nick Fury's middle na- na- initial? Uh, T, J, F, or P? T, J, F, or P. I'm going to be honest. It's J. I don't it? know this. I think it's J. My God, it is. Did you not know that? I, I presume, is that the same as in the comics or is that just not referenced? I'm assuming it is. I just, I, I wouldn't have known it off. Ah, sure, like, fuck it, yeah. Well, only for the multiple sure. choice. It saved me a bit here. Yeah, but that, look, the one I picked is also a multiple choice. Don't you fucking worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting caught out with no actual answering of questions here. <laughs> uh, so who pulls Steve out of the Potomac? What? Potomac. After the... The Potomac. That's sorry. After the, the helicarrier's crash. Well, there's a. It's Bucky. <laughs> Bucky pulls him out of the Potomac. 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 I thought that was the name of like a shield carrier or something. <laughs> we have to fly the Potomac, sir. I think it's an amazing name for a river because it doesn't sound like one, to be fair. Jesus Christ, Ross. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, say, I hope there's no Americans listening. And I know there is. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Why? According to Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> according to Natasha, what's the first rule of going on the run? Don't run, walk, change your clothes, leave the country, or use PDA to your advantage? Uh, first rule. Um... Let's go with um, the PDA one, because I know they use it for a fact in the film. Your first one that you got wrong. First rule of going on the run is don't run, walk. Ah. It was a gif. So she I, I was like, 
the chew in the Iron Man quote to throw people off, but mm-hmm. ah no, okay. To be fair, I think I do remember that line, but I just wasn't sure if I, I couldn't take the sequence, and I was like, "Well, they definitely have a sneaky shift." So like, I'll just go with that one because I like it. I was thinking that as well. A sneaky shift. <laughs> <laughs> How Irish are we getting? Ah, uh, delighted. What phrase helps reverse the Winter Soldier's programming? I can do this all day. I'm with you till the end of the line. Pick on someone your own size. Or I don't like bullies. Because I'm, I'm with you to the end of the line. That's my... As you were as you were, as you were, were saying the quote that way, it act the gif of that line came up and was very, was very good, Rob. Oh, thank very you. Sorry, no, perfect. Again, I've seen the film more than once. More than three times? Yeah. Seven at a minimum. As less than say. three. <laughs> so who hires George Batrock to hijack the S.H.I.E.L.D. ship? Nick Fury, Alexander Pierce, The Winter Soldier, or Brock Rumlaw? That's a good one. I'm going to go with uh, Alexander Pierce. That is incorrect. Oh, is it Fury? It is Fury. Oh, it was his diversion was the logic then. Ah. Well, Captain America says, are you saying Fury hired the pirates? I do think so, because doesn't Natasha say it? Sorry, Natasha. <laughs> doesn't she say it as well later on? <laughs> Okay, Rob, your last one. You're doing still pretty. You're still doing pretty good. That though. was just, uh, that, yeah. That that's a very good question because I was. It's the specifics of that. I was like, it's definitely they hired him to cover something. I was like, was it them to cover the fact that they were trying to delete it, or was it them, or was it Fury trying to cover the fact that he was trying to get that info? I was trying to remember. I was like, what was the story there? But there's so oh, many double bluffs as well. Yeah, you're like, oh, did he? Did he? Or did he not? <laughs> wow, fuck, fuck it out. Jeez, fuck, fuck. What's happened? You gotta keep it chill, Rob. Sorry, you gotta sorry. keep it rainy chill. Day, rainy day, rainy day, rainy, rainy day, rain it in, Ross, rain it in. Hey, hey, nice. Somebody did describe us as having ASMR voices, which I find hilarious. You need a lot of lip smacking in there to get that to work. I you think just you just have to relax. Sorry, I, oh, I understood that reference. I, yeah. Hey, hey, welcome to the ASMR section. What, what, what's cracking? You, you grabbed the albilics yet? What are you up to? <laughs> Hey, Asian Dick, twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, what language does Steve speak when fighting on the hijacked, hijacked Shield ship? Ah, that is a French. difficult set of words. French is correct. I knew it. It means we shall see. So you got eight out of ten. Incredible! You're a Captain America super fan, and you know Winter Soldier is one of the best Marvel movies of all time. Correct. You're perfect. Oh, that last bit seems a bit much, but oh, okay. I, th- I thought you had lived that. I'm even more delighted that was no. <laughs> No, I did not. Also, you scored better than seventy-five percent of quiz takers. Ah, man, I should have. I should have got the the other two as well. I was like, it was a toss-up between the two answers. Ah, that's gonna that's gonna annoy me a little, a little bit, but I I can't because it's a chilled-out day, so I can't let it annoy me. Now, over to you, audience. See if any of you can get higher than Rob did. I imagine you and can. Then post it up questions. and let us know. Don't let me know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> well, I want to know. I don't want to know. I definitely want to know. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Dylan. I'm Corey. I'm Kendall. Together, we host From the Middle, a comedy and culture podcast about being middle-class guys living in the middle of America in the middle chapters of our lives with points of view that fall somewhere in the middle. That's right, Corey. We chat about all things, mostly husband and dad life, geek culture and entertainment from a relatively centrist and regular point of view. Flyover state? Psh, more like uh, state fairs livestock. Listen to our podcast. That's From the Middle. Available wherever you find podcasts. And at From the Mid Pod. Everywhere. So Rob, I believe you have an old quick quiz for me too. Oh yeah, I do. Jesus Christ. Okay, so obviously Ross is very gracious by giving me a Winter Soldier one. That suits me. So, the equivalent of that is, I mean, what else we could, could we do other than give Ross a nice Transformers quiz? So, that's what we're doing today. It's all, hey! it's, it's all very exciting. And what was, what's funny about it as well, by the way, is that like, this website obviously doesn't show the answers straight away. So, I had to just quickly race through and guess answers to you know, so that it shows me the correct one. I got one out of ten. Oh, shit. I got one out of ten. <laughs> at a rush. Well, well done. Well done. Good job. <laughs> you, you haven't seen Generation 1 more than three times. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, but anyway, what's great is actually gives it a little bit of a backstory as well. But I'm hoping Ross can actually add this level of detail. Can he? Can he tell me more than just the answer? But um, I mean, I have to get them right first, Rob. <laughs> don't don't team me up too much for a fall. <laughs> okay. Of Cybertron. There's a joke right oh, there. Yeah. Oh. People who like Transformers will get that. Uh, well, I got it. That right? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> here we go. Question one. Uh, which Transformer was not seen in season one of the Transformers? Was it Grimlock, Bombshell, Skywarp, Astro Train? Those names are fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh God, Grimlock was he came at the very very end of season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skywarp definitely was because he's one of the Tree Seekers with Starscream and Thundercracker. Okay. Um, Bombshell is an Insecticon, so I believe he did. So I think it's the Triple Changer, which is Astro Train. Ross, you're only one question in, but you got it correct. Well done. Excellent. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank Excellent God. stuff. Okay, you're going to... So, yeah, it says Astro Train first appeared in Season 2. Astro Train, along with Blitzwing, was, in a, triple change was the takeover. first triple changer. Well done. Look, you've had some stuff. Okay, what are his three modes? His three modes... I mean, his name is Astro Train, so it's a train, <laughs> a kind of shuttle, and a robot. <laughs> I mean, it's in the title. <laughs> It's like <laughs> it's gonna be serious. <laughs> Come on, that guy's name is Bombshell, for God's sake! It's a, it's it's a, it's a, it's an insect, but I'm like, I like to think of it as a really like, you know, attractive blonde. <laughs> Look, oh guys, it's Bombshell. <laughs> I think Michael Bay added that into one of the films, actually. That's yeah, that's that's fair. Oh, what's interesting as well is that 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 train thing reminded me of um, the Rick the Rick and Morty thing. Is like, oh, you mean the ghost train guy would have used a ghost train at the second you he said train. <laughs> A million ants with the power of a million ants and two <laughs> human eyes. <laughs> and t- oh, is, is 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 he gonna use the ghost train? Well, oh, the the guy with the ghost train powers. <laughs> Rick. Oh no, I can't do it. I just, I can't go that high. <laughs> but you did a very good <laughs> Rick impression. To be fair. Uh, okay, where are we at here? <clears throat> okay, question two. Who's the first Transformer seen in the G one animated series? Wheeljack. <laughs> Was it? Thundercracker, <laughs> Optimus Prime, Wheeljack, or Megatron? You said Wheeljack. Now here's the thing. I already, I already said Wheeljack, and I believe it is because it, him and Bumblebee are on a run. Is it, it right? It's, it is Wheeljack. Wheeljack is the Autobots' yes. mad scientist. He's first seen in his Cybertronian car mode. Well, like Wheeljack car. I'm getting it. All of the Transformers look much different in their alternate modes on Cybertron. That's a little bit of trivia within that. Here's a little bit of trivia. Oh, the, in, in the, he's in one Transformers film, which is uh, the third one. I believe it's Dark and the Moon. Oh. And instead of calling him Wheeljack, for some reason they call him Einstein and he's got hair and he looks really stupid and he gets shot in the head and dies at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta love those films. <laughs> oh, man. Your disdain for them is very entertaining. Okay. Number three. Who provided the voice of Megatron in the G1 animated series? Was it Peter Cullen, Casey Kasem, Chris Latta, Frank Welker? It is Frank Welker. I can tell you who do you, two of the other voices are. Oh, but go I can't for tell it, because that's four. part of the trivia that's here. Okay, Peter Cullen is Optimus Prime, and is it Frank Latta? Yes. Is that his name? Uh, it's Starscream. Sorry, it says Chris Latta. Yeah, he's Starscream. Chris Latta, yeah, yeah, yeah. Starscream. And also uh, Cobra Commander and G.I. Joe. Casey Kasem. I think he's a Canadian radio host or something as well. Which is interesting. I couldn't tell you who he is. <laughs> Clearly. Sideswipe? Silver streak, it says. <laughs> Don't even know who that is. Also, it tells me the percentage of things that people are getting right. So you did, of the three questions so far, 62, 61, and 67% of people have answered correctly. So there you go. Okay. I feel less good about myself. Oh, sorry. Maybe I should have I should have included that. <laughs> um, okay. Who is the Decepticon guardian of Cybertron? Is it Bruticus? Six shot? Shockwave or Predaking? <laughs> it is Shockwave. The creator of Shockwave. Yes, he protects the Transformer home. He's also credited for inventing the space bridge for Megatron. There you go. Well, that's great. He's also in the movie Aliens as like a little piece of like... like the Easter egg. 3D wiring in the background. There ah. you go. Oh, feck. I think I saw that. Also, remember we saw the, sh- the the bloody Transformers thing in Assassin's Creed. Remember that thing? The window design. That's excellent. Is like that the is front excellent. Of the Optimus, Prime, uh, Optimus Prime truck. That's so random. I don't know what prompted that, but I love that it's there. <laughs> okay, number five. 
over the following Transformers. I love that every time they write Transformers in this quiz, by the way, they put it in inverted commas. I guess, are they afraid of like trademark infringement or something? Or just in case anybody doesn't know which Transformers they're talking about. Oh, it's, such Transformers a, it's not Transformers, quiz. it's Transformers. Okay, so of the, of the following ones, which is not a Decepticon Seeker jet? Is it Skywarp, Jetfire, Thrust, or the amazingly named Dirge? It is Jetfire, because he was originally uh, Starscream's friend, and then he became an Autobot. Wow, man, you are bloody nailing even the little trivia bits here. This is... Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have to read it out. It's yes. perfect. Okay, does Unicorn... Oh, fucking hell, I read that as Unicorn. Does Unicron make his first appearance during the G1 television series, yes or no? No, he does it in the movie. Oh. Unicron! Oh, shit, what are we going to do now? Actual quote from the movie. <laughs> Can you tell me who voiced him? Uh, Orson Welles. Yes, man, well done. His last ever role. And they had to, like, he was actually literally in his deathbed. And he gave a, an interview saying, like, I don't care about these stupid robot things I transform into. <laughs> but my son does or something. Or my grandson. <laughs> he seems like he got, like, he, he was just... He, have you seen the, the video of him... Trying to do record an ad for like champagne. Oh, when he's drunk, and he's completely blasted out of his mind. <laughs> drunk. That, that is a hilarious. That, that I'm gonna put that little clip up on <laughs> Twitter. Is that so is hilarious. Funny. Orson Unwells. Oh like yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's Orson around, so he was with the champagne. <laughs> oh, nice, nice follow up, Rob. Nice follow up. Oh, that video is so funny. I can't remember what he's trying to say, but he's trying to advertise the champagne and he just keeps forgetting his lines and just making shit up. I mean, I'd argue that's a better advertisement for the champagne. I, so people are still buying it now because of... Okay. Where are we here? Okay. Uh, number seven. Uh, who serves as the leader of the Autobot Dinobots? <laughs> These names are amazing. It's Grimlock. It, uh, it's Grimlock. Okay, the T-Rex. Well, Everybody knows Grimlock. Okay, well, I'm probably reading out the names anyway. Snarl... Slag, Sludge, or Grimlock. So, so here's a good fun bit of trivia for you. Because obviously one of them, his name is Slag. <laughs> the new <laughs> comics that are out made him change his name to Slug. Because obviously, you got kind of a guy walking around called Slag. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a triceratops. Oh, yeah, he's a triceratops. Oh, how did you get that name then? Oh. Who knows? There's not three horns and like slag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you three horned bollocks. Yeah. You're only a three horned bollocks. Anyway, <laughs> that's a good slag right there. Okay, where are we at here? Okay, number eight. Who is the first combiner seen in the G1? Devastator. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Who is the, in the films? You see his testicles. It's that. Oh, he's like, he, oh, I'm under the testicles of a monster. <laughs> he's the wrecking balls. Or, or, is that the one? Just be chill, Ross. Be mm. chill. The names are Superion, Defensor, Bruticus, and Devastator. And, uh, yeah, you got it right. It says he's, conspo- he's composed of... The Constructicons. The Constructicons, Scrappers, Bone Crushers, Hooks, all sorts of bits and pieces. You should have told me. You should have asked me to name them. I would have I done a pretty decent ah, job. Feck, I I'm sick of you talking anyway. Sure, Jesus, we know That's you fair. know it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two more questions. Let's go. I'm almost at 10 out of 10. Of which are the following? <laughs> Transformers. Was that one of Soundwave's cassettes? Was it Kickback, Rumble, Frenzy, or Ratbat? <laughs> it was Kickback. Nice. Man, you're fucking nine out of nine here. You're bleeding. Yeah, I'm fucking half delighted with this. Blitzing these. <laughs> uh, wow, I'm a freaking nerd. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What's going on? Okay. And finally, keeping the music theme going, uh, which Autobot has the alternate mode of a boombox cassette player? Is Blaster. Uh, what? Is it, what? <laughs> Jazz, Blaster, Swooper, Brawn, and yes, it is Blaster. He It says Blaster loves his music. Several times he played it so loud it angered the Autobots. <laughs> to be fair though, Jazz loves the music as well. Scatman Crudders did the voice for Jazz. There you go. That's Some appropriate, more. you would think. That is appropriate. Oh, fair play to them. That's kind of meta, I like it. Well, look, listen, Russ, fair play. You've you've proven your credentials here. You've bested me today. Um, I let myself down. I let the team down. I let the, the whole brand down. To an extent. Man, you got 8 out of 10. Don't worry about it. I think Which you're is at you least seven. pretty happy. <laughs> Which is at least 7. And also, I just realized I asked people to do the quiz and let us know how they get on after you had just given all the answers. So maybe don't do that. 
Oh, just tweeted good several times. years of them. Oh. Yeah, I, I think that's probably a good idea. I think maybe we'll just... We, we have, like... Because we were talking beforehand, again, because it's just a conversation and we're chill, we both wanted to talk about something that we're kind of... Something Irish mm. that we're looking forward Chilled to. Chilled out, you know? like a rainy day. Chilled out, yeah. And yeah. because it's towards the end of the show, <laughs> we both came up with a name. We thought we should call it an Irish goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Full credit to, to Ross there in that one. We were just chatting about what we should call it, and he immediately arrived at that just off the cuff, and it feckin' floored me. I was this, I was like, "This is brilliant. We have to use it, whether we have content for it or not." Literally, just go Irish goodbye, you, th- then hard cut to the end of the podcast. That that's just like so, smash the space bar, <laughs> so it stops recording instantly. Exactly. Um, we should highlight an Irish goodbye is when you're on a night out in Ireland and everybody's kind of drunk, and you want to just get out of there without saying goodbye a million times, mm-hmm. so you just leave. You just leave without saying anything. You just anything. walk out of there. You just get you just get out while the going's good. While you can walk. Just just get out of there. I don't know I don't understand the origin of it specifically. There's probably a fun little silly story behind it, but I know I've been known from it for it from time to time. Where you've you, just you have definitely a, been known for it. I just I just like I'm just like, well I've had enough of this. This loud music, I'm too old for this. And a bed beckons. I'm tired. So you just leave. The older you get, the more you Irish goodbye. That's typically there's there's a there's an X and Y axis. And you've got age on one axis, and then, <laughs> um, I, I don't know, drunkenness as well. That's so the soberness deficiency. Yeah, yeah, sobriety or lack thereof. But anyway, but Rob, what? enough of your enough of your graphene of your Irish goodbyes. <laughs> what is the, the the thing, the Irish thing that coming up that you were looking forward to? Absolutely, thank you for teeing me up. Oh, I'm grateful. Listen, so there's a new film coming out. Uh, it's called Wolfwalkers. Um, now that might not be a name many people are familiar with and I don't blame you because it's kind of going under the radar here and even more so now because you know it's not being able to release in cinemas but Wolfwalkers is uh, by it's an animated film an Irish animated film by a team called Cartoon Saloon and they specialise in this gorgeous sort of traditional style um, almost Celtic inspired kind of flat kind of um, sort of spirographic kind of style of animation it's really vibrant and and unique and stylistic um and it's basically the story itself is interesting it's about a it's you know it's it's obviously it's kind of a, a kid's film in the sense that you know it's it's very light in terms of you know it's it's sort of rating but um it's just about this this girl who goes wander, wandering into the woods and she meets um this this what she thinks is a pack of wolves but it's actually a girl who um can transform into a wolf at night and then some weird stuff starts happening where this girl the other girl also starts developing that ability and they go on adventures as wolves uh, but it comments on kind of it like it's set in like a traditional sort of it's all, all these films that these guys make this cartoon saloon crowd they're set within a realm of some irish mythological story or some sort of old tale to lean in on some of their previous work um you might have heard of actually the secret of kells was the big one um oscar nominated the song of the sea was another one that came out more recently about you know um kind of that, that leaning into kind of Tiernanog and mermaids and stuff um and that was also nominated um i should say that the reason i'm very excited about this is because i don't think it really has any stiff competition wolf Walkers is getting raving reviews it's like 94 metacritic um secret of cows in the oscars lost up i'm like okay fair enough that was a pretty good film but you know feckin hell does pixar have to get everything but the song of the sea lost to big fucking hero six well, sure. I mean, so did How to Train Your Dragon. Same too, year, right? and that was the same year the Lego Movie came out. They literally picked the worst film and gave the award to that Gee, one. They, I mean, they really did in that year. But yeah, um, the, the the animation is amazing. It's really. Did you look really up the trailer beautiful. for it? I I did. Yeah, it's I did. A, oh, it's, it's, it's glorious. Like I will say that they 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 have a very very unique visual style mm. for all their movies. And a little bit of a fun fact because they're a Kilkenny-based studio. They are indeed. But um, I was actually there for for a college. Um, I went to the Cartoon Saloon Studios and we got to see like loads of cells and all that. And they got to show us around the process. Really fascinating, fascinating uh, trip, actually. And they're a great bunch of people. I I mean, they deserve the kind of praise and the success that they have. They really deserve it. Mm, I think actually, I think The Breadwinner is another film that they made, which isn't in the traditional Irish mythology, mythology, but made by that crowd, it's a bit more of a serious one about uh, young girls going to work disguised as boys in like the Middle East, which is actually a very interesting story. But that was also, I think, nominated for an Oscar as well. So they, 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 it's not all style and substance. It's like they have, they like they, they lean in on the mythological stuff, you know, for the for the visuals and the flair. But like they comment on kind of modern issues and things. Kind of, it's subtly blended in. 
um, to the stories, which I think is great. And to finish off, another fun fact, to add to your fun fact, the one of the founders of Cartoon Saloon, his name is Paul Young. Did you meet him? Uh, I mean, this was like 10 years uh, ago. Okay. So you, I mean, I you probably don't remember. But he he grew up in the house next door to me in Boyle. No, no way. Yeah. His dad, John, his house, he owned the house next door to us. John Young? John <laughs> John Claude Van Young, that's what they call him. <laughs> that's, I did not, no, well, grew up the house next to you, the founder of Cartoon Saloon, that's cool. Yeah, it's very cool, isn't it? He How did he the, end up in Kilkenny, I wonder? I, I, I think, I think it was more a case of, like, he was always going into animation, I think, you know, he, you know, context, you know, that he partnered up with a few people, and I guess that's where they set up camp. But, um, yeah, he didn't, I don't know if he honed his craft in Boyle or anything, but, uh. Yeah, I just thought it was amazing. He had to leave when he reached the boiling point. Yeah, you're just delighted to see that success. Anyway, I just want to give them a shout out because I think it looks really interesting and I hope they go all the way and just win everything and I hope it's a big success and everything like that. I think it's going to be released on Apple TV because obviously cinemas are an issue right now. Yeah, because that's where I saw the trailer and I actually have Apple TV in my phone now. So I actually will watch that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I I really do. The trailer looks brilliant. I actually will watch that. And Song of the Sea is, is, I know a lot of people who adore that film. Mm. So it's cool. Fair play to them. I'll put the the video up on Twitter. Fair play to them, as we say at home. Twitter so people see it. Mm. Yeah, fair feckin' play. Um, so very quickly then, the the Irish thing that I am looking forward to. And it's it's by Wexford's own... Nick Roach. <gasps> uh, it's a comic called Scare and Hood. Obviously, like Parenthood. It's coming out in October. It's from IDW. It's Nick Roach and a guy called Chris ha- Chris O'Halloran. And they're both Irish. So it's really cool to see a, a, a kind of comic with both an Irish author and an Irish artist. Nick Roach is the guy who both drew and wrote loads of Transformers comics. The whole record saga, which are all excellent. And a few other ones as well. So he's really, really good. But looks really cool. It's a, it's a mini-series, only four episodes long. The art looks really clean, really good. It looks, again, I mean, the cover of this one I'm looking at here is a statue of the Virgin Mary with kind of roots around her. So it's obviously very Irish-inspired, or mm. at least taking the Irish uh, inspiration there. Which is great to see. And I will... Yeah, and like there's nice... It looks like the Lindy and stuff like that. <laughs> That's my yeah. thing. It sounds, it sounds interesting. It's like, while the kids are at preschool, the ghost hunting begins in IDW publishing spine-chilling four-issue comic book series. Oh, my goodness. What would scare you the most? Fighting demons or letting your kids down? Uh, Nick Roach dares to answer this troubling question in Scaring Hood, spine-chilling four-issue comic. So there you go. Uh, in October, really looking forward to getting it because it's been a while since I've read a kind of original comic and it's great to see irish talent in both writing and illustration oh yeah so i'm really looking forward to getting that so i'm going to order it from dublin city comics probably this week and i'm really looking forward to reading it because it's i just love supporting irish irish talent specifically in the comic book industry plus nick roche is an awesome guy and he's like he responds to loads of our tweets and um, he answered one of my questions I even had on the comic <sighs> about whether he had like the idea for a while or it was percolating in his head. And what did he say? He said he's had since 2017, but he just obviously some stuff got in the way and then the whole COVID situation happened, but mm. that he can't wait for it. And he's really super excited about I it. Imagine fair, the, so. I imagine breaking into the comic industry like that is insanely competitive. Like, how do you... That must be tough. Particularly, uh, I mean, to come from Wexford, like... <laughs> of all places, Jesus. <laughs> well, of all places is right. But, like, that's that's close enough to where I'm in leash. So it's great to see somebody oh, kind of make up. it there. So, well, listen, whoa, don't bring it up at the moment, anyway. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Irish goodbye. Oh, I shouldn't have done that's the accent. Right, I already have one. I don't know why I did that. That's yeah, a like, silly idea. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, look, there's lots of other podcasts out there. Whenever they try Irish accents, they tag us. Oh. You know, Irish people just talk normally. We don't put on any, except for you just did there. So I, they yeah. were in my point instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Hypocrisy at its finest. Nice. Well, Rob, I think we've done it. <sighs> we did it. Chilled out. God, I got a bit too excited at one point, but I've calmed down again. Hey, whoa, hey, we don't, we, we don't, it's not a visual podcast, we don't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to, it's just for the ASMR artists out there for their experience. I just want them to, to, to just live the whole experience. Hello. Oh, that's, <clears throat> not really, really a whisper. I don't think that's not going to do anything. <laughs> get me out of this rut. Help. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? I was just thinking, uh, look, guys, because obviously this was our chilled episode, mm. we just, just, I was thinking yeah. about this lately again and like a lot of people say that the podcast cheers people up and stuff like that. So look, you know what guys, it's okay not to be okay all the time and especially during the period we're going through at the moment. So just everybody look after yourselves. Yeah. Take a step back, take a breath, 
Yeah. Turn off the phone. Make yourself a cup of tea or, you know, whatever hot beverage. There's plenty of teas to choose from. I recommend berries, but you could do a green or a peppermint. They're also lovely to have. But get a nice, brew it nice and hot. Look out the window. Not really with a sense of melancholy, but more so with a sense of reflectfulness. And and just kind of take it all in. And then go to SoundCloud slash Cap Understands. And <laughs> so much for my sincere moment anyway. Yeah. So Rob, now speaking of that, where can people find us? Oh, Gilly Lee Dockley. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, the aforementioned one, uh, Pod Chaser, Podtail, and basically anywhere you can find a podcast. I think I think we're on Amazon now, are we? You were saying? We are indeed. We are indeed. But we can't say anything bad about them, so shh. <laughs> oh, are they going to listen? Well, I, well, I, don't, I mean, is that, does that I'm count? I'm indifferent about it right now because I haven't been on it myself. So there we go. <laughs> uh, anyway. We can't find it in Ireland, actually, at the moment. But ah, I'm sure okay. they'll get around uh, they'll, to that. They'll, they'll, they'll slowly roll it out. But um, what else we got? got the website, capundersense.com. We've got the Twitter, at capundersense.com. And you can even email, email us directly, which is the lads, at capundersense.com. Can you bloody believe it? I can't. I'm so chilled out. I can't believe a single word I'm saying. That's awesome. Hey, look, guys, if you go to our website, you can vote for us in the uh, Hot Top oh, 50 yeah. charts from at the podcast magazine. Hopefully, we'll be in again this week. Let's find out when it's up. And also, as usual, as ever, thanks a big, huge bunch to the gang in Pod Nation because you're all awesome. Thank so, you, gang. Thank you. Hope you're feeling chilled out. I hope that chilled out episode worked, man, because I feel pretty chilled right oh, now. Very relaxed. So much so that I almost forgot to say <gasps> one last thing. What was that? And that is that I've been Ross. <gasps> and I've been Rob. And this has been, I understood that reference, but super chill, baby. Actually, I can't say maybe now without thinking about Austin Powers. I put that on last night for a little bit. Just that has aged well, actually. So stop that. I mean, you just you just went right into that thing. You just gave it your all. It was like it wasn't the breath. Yeah.